On three. One, two, three. Hula. Hula. The first time I had Kappa was here. Like, my best friend was with me, and he sort of, like, coached me, like, through the experience and just kind of told me, like, what to expect. And I knew it was going to be completely different and, like, kind of in a different category. And I think with that knowledge and, like, without any expectations, I think it made it a little bit easier for me. That's Ian Rittmaster, who lives in El Cerrito, California. He's a bartender at Berkeley's only Kava Bar, and I'm completely distracted by his hologram earrings, which depict an entire solar system inside his earlobes. Ian is telling me about his first experience with Kava, a drink made from roots of a plant native to the Pacific Islands. It was sort of the, this thing, like I knew I was coming here to have Kava, and I, I think the fact that I knew I was going to try it, I think I was a little bit more open to it, and I, I wasn't expecting I'm Meg Schutzer, reporting from the Mellow Mellow Kava Bar in Berkeley. And before I have my first shell of kava, I'm asking the experts, Ian, his fellow kava tenders, and a couple of regulars, what to expect. So when people try to describe it, they have all kinds of like these outlandish adjectives. Gritty and... It's very, very earthy. Earthy. Loamy, earthy. I think it tastes like mud water. Um, it's very similar to licking a potato that you just dug up from the earth. It like, tastes a little bit like soil. And like really, really bitter. And also like definitely like some like vegetable notes. I've heard that it tastes a lot better than traditional Chinese medicinal herbs. To recap, I've heard it tastes like mud water, like soil, like licking a potato, and better than Chinese medicinal herbs, fortunately. So it doesn't taste very good. But I don't think anyone drinks it for the taste. I think they drink it for the effect. I definitely, I definitely enjoy the sensation of it. Kava's definitely in like a different category. It put me in a space that I hadn't really been to before. The kava that was served and prepared here was a different experience than any I'd had before. It numbs your palate um, pretty immediately. So. In spite of the warnings, I've just committed to go shell for shell with Marissa, one of the other kava tenders. We gather a couple others in the bar to drink with us. Hula. Hula. <laughs> Marissa has been working at Mellow Mellow since 2017, but she had kava back in college in Madison, Wisconsin. She laughs easily and sports a goofy pair of glasses that are held together by a pencil. Literally, the bridge of her glasses are a pencil. I'm pretty sure that in addition to liking kava, having boss accessories is part of the criteria for becoming a kava tender. The more I drink it, the more I actually kind of like the taste. It just, especially when we serve it cold, it tastes refreshing and like light to me. And it, and it, it doesn't really have an aftertaste anymore. Really, Marissa? Or could that possibly be because your tongue is numb? On three. On two, three. Hula. By the time I leave, Marissa describes herself as shell-faced, a term for feeling the effect of having many shells of kava. I'm not sure, but I might be shell-faced too. Reporting from Berkeley, California, I'm Meg Schutzer. Bula.